Hi, and welcome to More Human, More Resources, the HR podcast for entrepreneurs. I'm Vicki Brown, your host and CEO of Vidominale Enterprises. As a serial entrepreneur, I understand that having the right expert help has been critical to my success. That's why I'm dedicated to telling you, in plain language, what's going on in the world of HR that might impact your business and what you need to do about it with real actionable tips to help you master that list of must-dos and grow your leadership muscle. First things first, the information contained in this podcast is provided for general purposes only and is not to be considered legal advice. Your decision to adopt or not adopt any practice or procedure mentioned in this podcast is solely yours and we bear no responsibility for the outcome. We urge you to always consult legal counsel and other appropriate licensed professionals. And with that, let's get into the show. You're listening to Season 2, Episode 46. You know, becoming or being an employer can be exhilarating, stimulating, and downright fun. It's great to have a team to support you and your future vision for success. But with all that, it can also be confusing and complicated. In an earlier episode, we talked about the top wage and hour mistakes that employers can make, but there are other areas to keep an eye on. So in this episode, I'm going to take you through the top HR mistakes that employers make in no particular order because, well, because they're all planet killers. First up, not getting workers' compensation insurance coverage. Oh, sure, I know you just think nothing's ever going to happen to one of my employees, and if it does, I'll just send them to my doctor. Well, what can I say? That's absolutely wrong. Unfortunately, when there's an accident or illness, it very well might not be one visit and done. In fact, it rarely is. Someone can twist their arm today, and six months from now, it's a major shoulder injury and they can't work at all because of the pain. So now, it's not just that they have medical bills, and I'm sure you know how expensive those can be, but they have lost work time. What about their salary? Are you planning on covering that out of pocket too? Taking all that on your own can end up being very expensive and maybe even a long-lived expense. But aside from all that, in most states you have to have workers' compensation insurance. And if you don't, some states like California consider it a criminal offense. That means fines and possibly even jail time, folks. So really don't mess around. Get workers' comp insurance as soon as you hire workers. Next, failing to get and complete the authorization to work in the U.S., otherwise known as the I-9 form. This document is required to be properly completed for every person who works in any capacity in the United States, and there are very strict timelines on what needs to happen when. For instance, the employee has to provide their completed portion of the form along with their authorization documents no later than their first day of work. The employer portion of the form has to be completed no later than three days after the start date. The other part that trips people up is how to complete the forms and what documents are okay to accept, how do you list them on the form and what goes where, etc. Well, never fear. The U.S. Immigration Service has created a handy handbook for employers. I'll put a link in the show notes and it tells you everything you ever wanted to know about completing an I-9. Okay, onward. 
Misclassifying employees is a huge issue. Now, I covered this in the earlier episode, but it's such a common mistake that I thought it was a good idea to mention it one more time. No matter if you designate a job as exempt from overtime when it doesn't meet the qualification, or if you're dealing with someone as an independent contractor when they should be classified as an employee, all those misclassifications are guaranteed to give you trouble. The next one I tend to see a lot, giving an employee benefits or money for benefits outside of an approved company plan. For instance, let's say you haven't gotten around to offering medical insurance to your employees. So when someone new comes on, you think, I'll just give them an allowance to buy their own insurance. Well, of course you can give them money, but the issue is taxes. You see, outside an IRS approved plan, like for instance, a formal medical plan offered by the company, the feds consider that extra money just that, extra money, as in extra salary. And they expect taxes to be paid on that extra amount. So if you aren't coding it as regular salary and making sure it gets all the payroll taxes taken out, then you're setting yourself up and your team member for problems. If you want to do something along those lines, I strongly urge you to talk to your benefits insurance broker first. They can tell you what options you have available. So do you have an employee handbook? No? Are you thinking, it's too corporate and we're much more casual? Well, then make sure it's not too corporate-y. But I think it's a good idea for you to have a handbook. It lays out the guidelines around how the company and the team member will interact, provides valuable information on company policies, and it gives your team information on how to approach any concerns they may have. And last, but certainly not least, it will probably be the first document your attorney will ask you for if you ever find yourself in a position where they need to defend you. So handbook, good idea. Oh, and make sure to take a look at it or have your HR rep or employment attorney take a look at it every year. You need to be sure it's kept up to date. Let's talk a second about dealing with performance issues. Now, this is a really big one. It's so easy to try to overlook poor performance, either because the person is good at other parts of their job or you just don't want to deal with the confrontation and conflict. Well, I'll tell you, pay now or pay later. And if it's later, you'll pay much more. When you let poor performance drag on without addressing it, well, in addition to a whole host of other things, you're sending a message to the team and it's the wrong message. You're telling them you aren't going to hold people accountable or hold them to the standards of the company. That's a really bad message. And besides, eventually things are bound to get so bad and you become so frustrated that you have to deal with things. And by that time, you just want to start firing people. So take my advice. Don't let these things sit and fester. Be proactive. Deal with poor performance as soon as you see a pattern emerging. Be fair, but firm. Okay, those are some, but not all, of the HR mistakes we entrepreneurs make. It may sound like a maze of challenges, but you don't have to figure this stuff out all by yourself. Reach out to an HR professional or an employment attorney. They'll be happy to help, and they'll help prevent problems down the road. If you found this information helpful, please leave a review and tell a friend. Thanks for spending the time. Until next week, same time, same place.